You hear this phrase everywhere, in movies, on TV, especially in Disney uh, animated movies. Follow your heart, follow your heart, follow your heart. Is that really the wise thing to do? Follow your heart? In this podcast, I want to tell you that the Bible says that we ought to control our heart, not follow it. This is Pastor Greg, and I'm glad to be with you on Life 66. Before we get into the uh, content of the podcast, I just want to remind you, uh, in case you're wondering, what does Life 66 mean anyway? Uh, It looks like a freeway sign, like the famous Route 66. Well, yeah, we kind of played off that a little bit. Um, But there are 66 books in the Bible. The Bible is made up of these phenomenal letters and uh, historical um, writings, and all of it is God's Word. All of it is God's communication to us. And so if we're going to live our lives, it makes sense to me that we would live our lives according to the one who knows our future, the one who created everything, the one who knows how everything works and every how everything should fit together. And that all comes to us through the 66 books of the Bible. So that's why we call this podcast Life 66, because it's our route, it's our roadmap and our guide. So uh, that's important for us to know as we jump in here, that every time you listen to a Life 66 podcast, it's going to be based on God's Word, the Bible. And these are truths that I found to be absolutely reliable. I've served God now for 45-something years, and uh, although I've been confused, although I've not always done everything right, here's one thing I know. God's Word has never, ever failed, and it never will. As long as I follow his word, as long as I obey his commands and uh, are led by a loving father, a good, good father, that life is always the way it should be lived when you follow him that way. So, so I'm glad you're with us. Let's jump in here on this episode that I call Control Your Heart, Don't Follow It. You hear this phrase, follow your heart, and it's a pet peeve of mine. And I'm, you know, I'm not a Disney basher or anything. It just is the obvious message that on pretty much every movie that I've seen, uh, animated movie, there's always this this scenario. Um, Some character doesn't want to go the way of everybody else. They won't have a dream, uh, even though it may rebel against authority or rebel against, you know, what um, their, their parents say or something of that nature, but they followed their heart. Their heart led them. And in the end, their heart was right. And their heart told them the truth. Well, you know, here's what God's word says about the heart. In the Old Testament, it says that the heart is deceitful, the most deceitful of all the parts of the body. Who can know it? Now, we know that the heart isn't a liar, that it doesn't have a mind of its own. But the Bible meant to say that we have an inclination in us about certain things and certain decisions and a certain way to go. And it's not right. That in in the book of Proverbs, it says there's a way that man thinks he ought to go, and that way leads to death. That to follow your heart isn't the wise thing to do. Our heart causes struggle and stress and confusion and anxiety and leads us down all kinds of crazy paths. And once in a blue moon, somebody might say, yeah, I took a risk and it turned out well. Well, yeah, we like to write stories like that, but the truth is, is the heart can't be trusted. Instead, we have to learn to control our heart. Right now, there's a, just a tremendous amount of anxiety 
in our world, uh, all tied into the coronavirus. But I want to tell you that COVID-19 is not the cause of our anxiety. We've been an anxious people uh, as, a, as a species for pretty much forever. That uh, back in 2015, from the Anxiety and Depression Association of America says that 40 million people in the United States are stressed or anxious. That's 18% of the population. And this was back in 2015, long before COVID-19. So it's not an issue of this particular virus that's causing us anxiety or stress. We're just a, a species that is gravitates toward fear. And you got to ask the question, why is that? And I think that this is true, that we, we get anxious because we're afraid. We get afraid mostly about the future, and the future is unknown. It's really the unknown that makes us really, really petrified. We're not sure what's going to happen. We're not certain. And that leads us to uh, be fear because we're not in control. If we can control it, we tend to be a little less anxious by it, even if it's controlling negative consequ- uh, things in our life. That if, if We know it's not going to go well, but at least we're making the decisions. We're deciding. Uh, but it, it, it leads us to, to fear when we don't know what's around the next corner. And, and that breeds anxiety. Our heart doesn't know tomorrow. Our heart doesn't know what the next decision should be or what the next turn is. But here's, here's what I know. God does know. He knows our future. He knows uh, how to lead us. He, he sees the past, present, and future all at the same time. He's a God that we call uh, omnipresent, which means he's everywhere present at the same time. He's omniscient, which means he knows everything at the same time. He's omni, uh, omnipotent, which means he's all-powerful. And he's outside of time. Time is only a thing that, that we have to live in as human beings. God is outside of time. He doesn't abide by that dimension. He created it. So God can see the beginning, the middle, and the end all at the same time. And that gives us hope because he's given us promises that say things are going to be all right, that we don't need to worry. We don't need to be anxious. First Peter says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Matthew 6.33 says, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough worries of its own. But instead, seek first God's kingdom. So in this, in this podcast, I want to just give you some, some principles that will help you to not be anxious, to control your heart, not follow it. I want to first start in John chapter 13 and 14. The picture is important to get while I'm, I'm teaching you these principles. John chapter 13 is the picture of the Last Supper. Jesus gathers his disciples. He, he prepares this Passover supper for them, and he tells them that he's going to leave them, that very soon he's going to be crucified. And they didn't know that it was going to be that very night that he would be arrested and that weekend he'd be crucified, but that he was going to leave them. And that caused all kinds of anxiety in their hearts uh, because they thought, he was with them forever. He's the Messiah. He is the conquering king who's going to overthrow Rome and set the Jewish people free. And they had all their hopes wrapped up in this guy. And Jesus says, well, I'm going to leave you. Now, of course, we know that it was going to be better if he left them because the Holy Spirit would come and that it would be better that if he died, he would raise again and, and set all people free from their sins and, and usher in the kingdom of God. But they didn't know that at the time. 
That was the future. See, Jesus knew the future that they didn't know. And that's what caused them anxiety. So Jesus begins to tell them this, that he's going to leave them. And Peter steps up and says, wait, 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 Lord, where are you going to go? And the Lord says, well, Peter, where I'm going, you can't follow, but you follow later. And Peter says, well, why can't I follow you now? I'll give my life for you. And it's there that Jesus makes the great prediction, the prophetic prediction that Peter would deny him, which actually happened in just a few hours. So they leave that place. And as they leave that place, they make their way to the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus would be arrested. And then in the next hours after that, crucified, but then praise him, raised from the dead. So he gives them this teaching while they're walking from the place of the Last Supper to the Garden of Gethsemane. And after Jesus tells them that he is going to leave them, he says this to them, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. Also that where I am, you may be. You know the way where I am going. It's an awesome passage. But look at the intricacies of it. Jesus says, listen, guys, you're freaking out right now. Your heart's troubled. I want to let you know, don't let that happen. Don't let your heart be troubled. In other words, don't follow your heart. Your heart's freaking out. Your heart's worried and anxious and stressed. Don't follow your heart. Control it. Don't let your heart be troubled. Your heart will have a tendency to want to be troubled. Your heart, all of our hearts have a tendency to be troubled. I'm troubled over my finances. I'm troubled over my health. I'm troubled over, you know, getting COVID-19. I'm troubled over my job. I'm troubled over the way my kids are behaving. I'm troubled over my marriage. We just have all these troubles in our life. And God says, wait, hold on, time out. Don't let your heart be troubled. What's the answer? Trust. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And how could he say that? Because God has a broader perspective. That's principle number one. Don't let your heart be troubled because God has a broader perspective. What's his broader perspective? I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going back to the Father. I'm going to what we would call heaven. And in in the days to come, in the future, that you don't know about, that you're worried about, let me put your heart at rest. I'm preparing a place for you, and I'm going to come back for you. And you're going to join me in this place that I'm preparing. So don't worry. Don't let your heart be troubled. Control it with the knowledge of this broader perspective. You can trust me. That's so important. During this COVID-19 thing, uh, I'm a sports fanatic, so I love watching sports, but there's been no sports to be able to watch and enjoy on television. So there's all these replays of famous sporting events and games and things, and um, I like to watch them, but there's no stress involved in watching these sporting events on replay because I already know how the end uh, turns out. I already know who's going to win. So although it's still pretty exciting to watch the plays unfold and to watch everything happen, then I don't worry. I don't stress because I know the end of the game. I know the end of the story. That's what Jesus is trying to tell us here. I've got a broader perspective. I know the end of the story that you don't know. So trust me. 
that I know the end. Don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Later on in that same chapter, in verse 27, Jesus has given them some teaching about the coming of the Holy Spirit. And he says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. That's crucial. A second time, Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled. Control your heart. Don't follow it. Why? Because he has a better plan. His plan is intact. Jesus says, listen, I leave my peace with you. My peace I give to you. It's not like the world gives. My plans are not like the world's plans where you're risking and you're wondering and you're hoping and you you do your due diligence, but you really don't know exactly how it's going to turn out. Jesus says, no, I know exactly how my plan will turn out. Here's what's going to happen. I am going to go to the cross. I'm going to die for you. Three days later, I'm going to rise from the dead. After that, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit so that he will not only be with you, he'll be in you. And from then on, it's going to be a while, but then I'm going to come back for you. This world will not be like it is today. There will be an end and there'll be a new heavenly eternity that we get to enjoy. That's what we're trusting in. And everything that Jesus has done thus far has come out right. It's been true. He can be trusted. His plan is intact. And he says, I'm leaving you my peace. I'm giving you my peace. It's not like the world gives. It's different. It's a different peace because my peace can be trusted because I know the future. Don't let your heart be troubled and don't be afraid. Don't follow your heart. You can't trust it. It doesn't know tomorrow. It doesn't have a plan. It just feels and it drives us crazy a lot of times with how it feels. Control it instead. Control it with the trust. Wait a minute. I don't have to freak. I don't have to get so anxious and nervous and afraid. I know God has a better plan. His plan is to come back for me. Even if I were to die today, that's not the end of the story. Death is not the worst thing that can happen. Death is actually a graduation from this life with all of its fears and troubles and pains and heartaches and worries and stresses. We get to graduate from that into eternal life that's beautiful and tear-free and pain-free and anxiety-free. It's life forever with God. He says, that's my plan. Don't worry. Don't be frustrated. Don't be scared. Don't let your heart be troubled. I've got a better plan. So we can trust him because he has a bigger perspective. We can trust him because he has a better plan. And then over in chapter 16, verse 33, he says again, the, the, basically the same thing. He, Jesus is saying, I have told you these things so then in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now listen, he says it's not going to be easy. So I'm giving you my peace, but even with my peace in this world, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have trouble, but take heart. There it is again, third time in in three chapters. Don't let your heart control you. Don't follow your heart. Control your heart. Take heart. Lay hold of it. Make it obey you. Don't let it go run crazy with anxiety. Don't let it just just get so 
uh, just crazy with frustration and fear and, and worry, take it because Jesus Christ has overcome the world. If the overcomer has overcome our greatest fears, what are we worried about? If the overcomer has even overcome death, what are we worried about? Why does that make us so fearful? So this last one is that we don't have to be afraid. We can take heart because God has a bigger purpose. He has overcome the world. Your fears, he's overcome them. Your worries, he's overcome them. Your lack of understanding about the future, he's already there. Your concern about your finances, he said, trust him with your finances and be a good steward and he'll lead you and guide you and help you to prosper. In your home, he's given us guidelines to live according to his word. And when you do, your home and your marriage can be beautiful and peaceful. Your children can grow up responsible and wise and, and hardworking and, and strong in every way. Uh, and I could go on and on about the benefits because he said, I've overcome the world. And even if we were to suffer, that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is really ending life without Jesus in it. But he says, listen, I've got a bigger purpose. My purpose is beyond yours. I know things you don't know. I am aware and in things in your future. You don't have to worry. Romans chapter 8, 28 is probably one of the most quoted verses of the Bible. And it says this, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That's our promise, that things could get hard. It says, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. Don't follow it. Take it. Control it, master it, because I have overcome the world. All things really will work together for good. Not all things are good. There are some bad things and some painful things and hurtful things, but they all work together because God is in control and he is working them out for our good. So we can trust him because he has a bigger purpose. This is really, really important. Don't let your heart be troubled. Because God has a bigger perspective. He sees what we don't see. Don't let your heart be troubled because God has a better plan. He's already working that plan and it's working in the world right now. Take heart. Don't let your heart be troubled for God has a bigger purpose. His purpose is to see people come to know him, come to trust him and love him because he can give you abundant life. That's his desire. So this is what we need to do today. Make it a point when your heart gets anxious. Say, wait, I'm not going to follow that feeling. I'm going to trust God because he has a bigger purpose, a better plan, and a, a bigger perspective, a better plan, and a bigger purpose. When you get anxious, tell your heart, nope, nope, I'm not going to let you be anxious. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to praise him and thank him for his wonderful promises. When your heart gets stressed out and fearful, say, nope, I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to be troubled. I'm not going to be stressed. I'm not going to be anxious because my God is bigger and he has a bigger perspective. My God is better. He has a better plan. My God has a purpose for me. He, he does. He really, really does for you. And you can go through life without the worries and the stresses. That's good stuff. I'm thankful that we can live our lives that way. 
Now, I want to add a component to our to our podcast. Some that have been listening have mentioned that they would really like to learn God's Word better. And so I want to help with a uh, scripture memory uh, plan. At the end of each podcast, I'd like us to memorize some verses that you can tuck them away inside your mind and inside your heart and, um, and start to learn God's Word. So let's turn back to John chapter 14, verse 1. The verse reads this way, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. That's John 14, 1. That's the verse I'd like us to memorize this time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just simply repeat the first part of that phrase, and I'd like to, uh, for you to repeat it with me. Then we'll repeat the second part of the phrase. You can repeat it with me. And then we'll, we'll do the whole thing and put it all together. And I guarantee that by the end of uh, the time that you'll have that verse really, really um, kind of cemented in your mind. You'll have to, of course, review it, but I think it'll be helpful. So let's do this together, all right? Let's say the first part of John 14, 1 together. Do not let your hearts be troubled. 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 That's powerful truth. Control your heart. Don't let it be troubled. Second part of that verse. Say it with me. Trust in God. Trust also in 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 me. Last time. Trust in God. Trust also in me. That's Jesus speaking, saying, trust in the Father. Trust in me. Trust. Everything is about trust. That will chase your anxiety away, and that will help you to control your heart. Now let's put the whole thing together. Don't, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. John 14, 1. Let's control our heart. Let's not follow it. Let's trust in God. Trust also in Him. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Life 66. Let's control our heart, not follow it. Let's be different because the world is crazy and people are crazy. They're anxious, they're stressed, they're worried, they're fearful, but you don't have to be. You don't have to let your heart be troubled. You can trust God. You can trust in Jesus. God bless you all. So glad you listened today. I'll be praying for you. This is Pastor Greg, Life 66. Talk to you next time.